What up, ladies and dudes? I'm Zach, your host of the Auxoro podcast, The Voice of Music, where we dive deep and deconstruct the stories of music artists, industry pros, and others to answer the question, what makes us human? This week's episode is brought to you by The Ox. Now, what is The Ox? The Ox is a compact weekly newsletter bringing you the five coolest things that we come across each week. These little nuggets of knowledge, nuggets of coolness, whatever you want to call them, can range anything from art and life hacks to articles and workout tips. For example, in recent newsletters, we've highlighted our favorite yoga instructors on YouTube, meditation tips, artists of the week, what we're currently reading, and more. So every week we discover some information or tools that enhance our lifestyle and we would love nothing more than to share these things with all of you. Nothing is better than cool shit, especially cool shit that's free, which this newsletter will always be. So if you're ready to take your cool to the next level, at least our version of cool, you can subscribe to the newsletter with the link in the description of this podcast or visit auxoro.com slash the aux. That's A-U-X. Welcome to another installment of Off the Record, where the artists themselves tell stories, share experiences, and answer questions about the moments that matter. This time, the absolute boss, Naomi Wild, talks about her fearless approach to making art, the last time she had a deep cry, feeling awkward in public, and a funny moment with Odessa and Wynn on live radio. Or, more accurately, a live stream on live radio. You'll get it. (laughs) Side note. The first time I ever got a press pass to a concert was to see Odessa in Chicago back in 2017. And Higher Ground with Naomi Wilde and Odessa is one of my favorite songs ever written. When Naomi came out to sing Higher Ground, I took a few photos, which I still have. But then I put down my camera and looked up at her and Harrison and Clay of Odessa. And I lost myself in that moment. I was right up front in the photo pit and there were thousands of people around me in the arena. But in that moment, I felt so out of body, like a collective consciousness experience for everyone who was there. And that sounds cheesy, but it did feel like a genuine spiritual moment. And I'll always think of that when I listen to one of Naomi's songs. So without further ado, here's Off the Record with Naomi Wild. Hey, this is Naomi Wild here with Oxoro for Off the Record. All right, so let's get started. Before you dropped out of college, you made a PowerPoint to defend the dropout decision to your dad. If you had any design, if you had to design a PowerPoint today, what decision-making process or person would you make this PowerPoint for and why? I would probably just make a PowerPoint on like mindset and headspace throughout the creative process. I feel like I've been through you know, I've been through some crazy writer's block. I've been through a lot of self-doubt. I've been through some really incredible moments on stage that, you know, walking on stages and singing on stages that I would have never even imagined, that I had never even thought about. And I think that that all comes from fearlessness. I think that that comes from drive and passion, but fearlessness is something that really resonates with me because it kind of ties back into the Odessa song when I was writing that record and when I was you know, recording it and writing it with my homies. 
you know, I just like had this big idea. It was kind of just like this naive, you know, 19, 20 year old kid that was just like, yo, like I love Odessa. I would love to have a song with them. I want to write them a song almost like as a gift to them. Cause I didn't know, you know, at the time how any of this worked, but I wanted, I was thinking really big is what I'm trying to say is I was thinking really, really big and I wasn't factoring in doubt or failure. Although, you know, failure can be this really incredible tool, but, um, just approaching these different situations and approaching even making art in a fearless way can take you beyond places that you can even imagine or that you even were meant to go or were trying to go. And so I think that that has been um, a key component of something that kind of continues to come up for me. So I would definitely probably focus on that. Okay, the next question is, what was the last time you had a deep cry and what sparked it? I had a really, I had a really rough and, and like real cry in Austin, Texas. I had, you know, we had been working on the live set for, for quite a while and just putting our all into it. And it was just, it was a lot. And, and, you know, it was a lot of kind of build up emotionally and like physically, creatively. And uh, we ended up having some technical issues. And I just remember just feeling like I had hit this wall of like, you know, like why, when you put everything in your body and everything in your soul into something 1000%, like why can this still happen and feel like just everything was for nothing? And, you know, I think at that point, it was just such an overwhelming feeling of like, you know, I thought it was my fault. I thought I wasn't good enough. And I have such, such high expectations, I think for myself to the point where it's often a fault that, you know, in the rush of those emotions and when something like that happens and when it's situational, it's it's just overwhelming, fleeting, a million feelings like, like you're just like free falling. And, you know, it's kind of hard to think rationally. Like a part of me wanted to blame it on myself, you know? And so that was definitely, that was a real one. (laughs) That was a real one for me. Um, But I learned so much and it really, really, like I said before, it was really about going through this stuff and having the failure so that you can get back up so that you can learn what doesn't work. You know, I mean, I feel like I don't really have to explain that, but that was a real ass cry. (laughs) That was a real one. It was like on the floor and it was messy and it was, it was awesome. Uh, All right. So the next question is, what does it feel like to be in the absolute flow state of songwriting, the opposite of writer's block where things just seem to appear unconsciously? What sensations go in your mind and body? How do you put yourself in the best position to revisit that creative state? I would say what the feeling feels like is it's adrenaline. It's definitely adrenaline. And a lot of it like like you said, is subconscious. But overall, I would say it's just like a really meditative flow. I think it's kind of like the same thing that you find playing a sport or exercising or even sometimes conversational, I've found. Um, you know, having really long, intimate conversations with friends and like after a certain point, you know, you're not really thinking about what you're going to say next, but the conversation just flows really well. It's just, it kind of feels like that, I guess. And in terms of how to revisit that, um, I would say I'm a big believer that it, it is like it is a meditative state and it is something that you have to practice and you have to get really familiar with who you are and how, how to get yourself there. You know, a lot of the times I get like super in my head about 
you know, a daily routine and structure of like, if I don't wake up, clean my house, drink a cup of coffee, go on a walk or exercise and then eat and then start my writing process, then I'm not going to hit that flow. I don't believe that. I think that it can happen whenever. I think it's a just a matter of tapping into that. It could be in the shower. Like it could be in the shower. It could be right before you fall asleep. Like it's just a very calm, relaxing place where you're not, you're not worried about pride or ego or sounding a certain way. It's just kind of something that comes out or pops into your brain kind of thing. So it's a little bit of a tricky game. And I think that's the, that is the game, if anything, is how to get back into that headspace to write a song or to, to make something. So I definitely don't have one specific routine, but I like to try to just be relaxed. I would say fully relaxed and not anxious going into writing anything. I don't like to force anything. And so, yeah, anything that I can kind of do to, to turn that on, I guess. Okay, and the next question is, what's a recent time or a standout time where you felt super awkward in public? How did that feeling of awkwardness creep up and how did you get through it? That's a good question. I feel like those little moments happen probably a lot for everybody just in everyday life, like at the grocery store or something. But like the one thing that like kind of really pops up for me, hmm, I would say... Probably one of the more recent times on tour, I had I had gotten sick a couple times. And as a result of that, I started, you know, losing my voice. And it was super unpredictable. But I remember, I remember specifically, we had this one sound check and like, I thought that I had fully prepared for it. And I just went up to do the usual thing. <laughs> I went up to do the usual check and like, man, like it, I... I, to this day, it sounded like a dying goat and it was so bad. It was so, so bad. And I remember being like, whoa, like that's terrifying and also really embarrassing. And like, you know, I thought I could just kind of push through it. I was like, maybe if I just sing harder, but I don't know, man, it was a sensitive one. It was definitely awkward, Um, but I was lucky to be around, you know, all of the Odessa people like they're all really close people to me. So I was, I guess I was lucky for that, but that doesn't mean that it, that it wasn't embarrassing or awkward. But yeah, it sounded really bad. <laughs> it sounded really, really bad. I'm really thankful that, it, that it's all better now. <laughs> and next question is, what parts of yourself have you had the most difficult time embracing slash loving and why? Maybe, I mean, it's definitely, there's, there's, there's definitely more than one, but I would say, Probably just the fact that I'm super hard on myself. I'm really, really hard on myself. And like, there are times where I'm like, you know, if you hadn't been so hard on yourself then, then you wouldn't be here now. And I don't know if I really think that that's true anymore. Um, I think it caused, causes a lot of damage and it's just tougher to get things done that way. But it doesn't mean that I don't do it still. <laughs> like I'm really easy. I'm, I'm good at like talking about this stuff. But when it comes to me like applying it to my everyday life, I'm literally a mess. And so I guess like the being hard on myself, I don't know. I, I would like to think that I can give it credit in some way to to why I'm... I've progressed, but I don't know. 
sometimes it's just too much. Like I got to chill out and just like, you know, I'm a, I feel like I'm a perfectionist with a lot of my stuff and like that can drive me nuts sometimes. So, but I don't know. Then it's see at the same time, it's like, maybe this is why we're progressing is because you're being a perfectionist. I don't know, dude, that's, that's a hard question. I, I pass. <laughs> okay. And we're back. So let's see. The next question is when we were on the phone about a year ago, you told a story about the singer win line of sight by Odessa taking a bath. Oh no. <laughs> a bathroom break on live KEXP radio. If you're cool with it, would you mind me telling the story to our listeners? I laughed so hard when I heard it the first time I was peeing my pants, which ironically is the perfect reaction. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to kill me for telling this story, but honestly, it was so funny. We were playing KXP in Seattle, the radio show, and it was the second like thing we were doing on tour. Uh, we had just done Bumbershoot the day before, and I remember like we were super stoked that we had like just kicked it off and we were you know, kind of starting to tune in now. And so we <laughs> get it, tune in. I did not mean to do that. So we you know, we got there and we were doing the broken down versions of the song. So it was this like really like intimate setting and we had the orchestra with us and, you know, they were just kind of like, all right, Naomi, like you're gonna walk on, we're going to do your song. And then when you're done, um, you're going to hand the mic to win. And then he's just going to walk on, um, on the changeover and then we'll do your, his song. Um, and I was like, cool, sounds good. So I, you know, I walk on, like do my thing, walk off and I hand, uh, the mic to win. And I remember um, there was like a break or something and he was just like, all right, cool. Like I'm going to run to the bathroom. And so he like runs the bathroom. And in the meantime, um, the, the host was interviewing Odessa, the two, you know, like she was interviewing Odessa and she's talking to the guys and they're just, you know, talking about the album. And it was right. It was like, <laughs> they're talking about the album. And the next thing we know she asked him a question and it's this like the most beautifully compressed like stream <laughs> stream of water that like you knew instantly what it was like you you knew that it was someone peeing and so I guess so I guess like I, and I was in the viewing area like next to like some of the managers and I just remember like one of them thought it was the funniest thing. Like one of them was cracking up with me, by the way, like I was dying. And the other one looked kind of mad. Like he just looked like, he was like, I think from what I remember, he was like shaking his head, but I think that like made it even funnier. And um, so yeah, it was really obvious that, that when had taken the mic with him on his trip to the bathroom and um, the host even like everybody kind of paused and she was just like, well, I guess somebody couldn't hold it in. And we were all just dying. It was really, it was really hard to bounce back from that, but it was just so funny. Yeah. I don't know that that's what happened. I'll never forget that. Uh, I hope he doesn't kill me. He's going to kill me, but it's fine. It was, it was too funny. And okay. So the final question is, if you had access to a global broadcast for five seconds, everyone in the world could hear your voice, what would you say to people? And it can't be self-promo. Damn, five seconds? <laughs> okay, I would probably just say, you know, 
spread spread the love. Like, man, we're all on the same planet. Like, we're all inhabiting this rock that's floating in outer space. Like, let's make it a nice place for each other. Like, smile at each other, open the door for somebody. Like, sometimes those are just the nicest things. Like, you're having a shitty day. Somebody, like, just hits you with, like, a little smile and you're like, okay, it's not so bad. And kill the road rage. I can't stand that shit. Be nice to people in the traffic. We all hate it. I don't know. I don't know, man. Probably something like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> cool. Thank you for listening to this installment of Off the Record with Naomi Wild. She just dropped a banger of a track called La La Land, which is out everywhere. You can find it by searching Naomi Wild wherever you listen to music or by visiting the links in the description of this podcast. And if you love this podcast, you can help us out in two ways. The first is you can tag us on Instagram, an IG story, Twitter, Snap, Tumblr, MySpace, anywhere to let your friends know and the world know about Augzoro and what we stand for, which is unfiltered, well-researched and interesting conversations about the moments that matter. We respond to everything and I promise we will get back to you. The second is that you can drop us a five-star rating, a comment, and subscribe to us on the iTunes store. This helps more people see us in searches, which means more people will get to hear us. And this helps us continue to bring bigger and better conversations to you. And we love what we do. Have a gorgeous day and until next time.